Hey guys, it's Tyler. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast today where we talk faith, family, and focus in your life and your leadership. You know, juggling all of these things, it is so hard to keep track. Sometimes our heart can become so restless under the stress and the responsibility of all these facets of life. And that's why I wrote my book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. You can go to my website and get a free copy of that book, a free paperback copy of that book at tylerarobertson.com slash restless. So if you haven't done that yet, head on over to my website and do that. Grab a free copy of that book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. And with that, let's dive into the episode. Welcome to this episode of the Navigators Podcast, the podcast that equips men and women to steer the course of biblical Christianity in our culture today. Each week we discuss faith, family, and the trends that are sure to impact the local church. Join us as we study God's Word together. We all need some prompting from time to time, don't we? Some pushing and some, uh, you've heard the phrase, I grew up in the South, where they say, somebody needs a lot of fire under that boy right? Uh, get him moving forward. And, uh, you know, we all need promptings from time to time. Something that pushes us forward, something that pushes us or reminds us of something important, reminds us to uh, check our priorities at the door. And we all need that. If your brain is anything like mine, you're going to tie a string around your finger and you're going to forget what the string's there for. Uh, you're going to write a sticky note and you're going to say, what? bath towel what does that even mean and you're going to read the sticky note and think why i don't know exactly why that's here um and you're going to forget so we all need promptings and you know some of the greatest promptings come of course in spiritual things because we live in a culture that the devil is trying to prompt us everywhere he's trying to prompt us to to come off the path that god has set for us he tried to he tries to prompt us uh, to skip church on Sunday and hit the snooze button and sleep in instead. He prompts us uh, to, to prioritize pleasure and fun over responsibility. He prompts us to do something else in the morning other than spending time alone with God. The devil definitely prompts us, but some of the greatest promptings and the promptings that will ultimately change your life for the better is the promptings that God gives you. It's the promptings that lead you to the mind and will and actions of Jesus Christ. And one of those promptings uh, that I have learned in my Christian life that a preacher friend of mine uh, began to teach me as a senior in high school is promptings to pray. I say, okay, what do you mean? What are you talking about? I get reminders are good. What are you talking about? Uh, he taught me the value of prayer prompters, things, visual reminders that helped you and prompt you to pray. That uh, is something that ignites a passion and a desire to pray for something specific on behalf of somebody else. I think some of the greatest prayers uh, that have been left unprayed is the intercessory prayer. It is a prayer that intercedes on the behalf of another individual. And I think so often we get so we get so bogged down with praying for our own needs, praying for our own aspirations and dreams and plans. We pray, Lord, help us today, keep us safe, all these different things. And we forget to stop and pray for somebody else. And he began to teach me 
uh, with the very simple principle. He began to teach me, hey, look for things that will prompt you to pray in your everyday life. Look for things around you uh, and pray for other people. And I remember he gave me something specific. He said, every time you see the number 333, I want you to remember God's promise that God gave Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse 3. God said, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. And I've talked about that before. That used to be one of my life verses. I guess still is one of my life verses. Every time I see that number, I try to stop and pray. It is a visual reminder that prompts me to stop what I'm doing and to pray uh, for whatever the Lord or whatever the Holy Spirit puts on my heart, whether that's for something in my own life or whether that's for someone else. And so that kind of started a little bit of a journey of of looking for visual reminders to help me keep the conversation with the Lord going throughout the day. Because we can get so uh, so in this routine of devotional time is all about reading the Bible, praying in the morning, and then the next thing you know, the next time we pray is uh, over supper that evening, or it is before we go to bed that night. It's it's like we, we say hello to the Lord in the morning, and we say goodbye to the Lord at night. And God says, I want to speak to you. He teaches us in His Word. I want to speak to you throughout the day. I want you to speak to me throughout the day, uh, but you've got to remember to do so. So I'm just going to give you just a couple prayer prompters, some things that as you go about your work day, as you're sitting in your office, as you are uh, out on the street, as you are driving down the road, some some things and some visual reminders that may help you to keep that conversation going with the Lord throughout the day. Uh, first thing is a, an obvious one, something that prompts you to pray is a prayer list, right? You have a list, you have an index card in your pocket. Now, that's so old school, right, uh, to most people, okay? Um, I'm an old school guy. I like to write things down. It helps me to put pen to paper. Uh, but if you've got to, my, what my, one of the things that my wife does, instead of just having a list of people to pray for, she has reminders set up on her phone to go off at certain times of the day. There's a little reminders app on her phone, and she can set up reminders and set a time for it. So each day at 3 o'clock, she prays for this. Each day at 4 o'clock, she prays for that. And, uh, and that helps her. That's kind of her l- prayer list. Now, a lot of people, if you're like me, you get stuck in kind of a, a rut with prayer lists. And so be creative, like like my wife does with her prayer list. Uh, be creative. Whatever helps you and reminds you uh, to pray throughout the day. Keep that conversation going. Another great prayer prompter, I would say, would be wedding invitations, right? You get these in the mail. These are friends, family members. And so what do you do? You take that wedding invitation as kind of a visual reminder. Hey, let's pray for their marriage about this next chapter that they're stepping into. You can pray for their purity. Uh, Pray that God protects them. Pray that God enables them to have a godly and spirit-filled home. Uh, you can so use that as that wedding invitation as a spiritual or excuse me as a visual reminder to help pray for that individual. Another one uh, that uh, evangelist friend brother Scott Polly wrote a little article about this, and our family kind of adopted this at Christmas time. Is Christmas cards right? You get tons of Christmas cards, right? Sometimes from people, it's like I'm not really sure 
who this is. <laughs> and, uh, but somehow they got your address and they sent you a Christmas card of their family, right? Uh, but whatever it may be, you get Christmas cards in the mail every, every holiday. Well, take them as visual reminders to prompt you to pray. Uh, make a little, we have a little thing that sits in the center of a coffee table and it's little stands that stick up and you can stick these, um, you can stick these little invitations on these little stands and so you can see it kind of displays all of them and then sometimes what we'll do once we put that up since it's a Christmas decoration we put it on uh, the refrigerator and uh, and so putting that that Christmas card on the refrigerator helps us see that family pray for those individuals in that family you can use that as a prayer prompter and uh, and if you're like me and you put it on the refrigerator then you're prayer life is going to grow exponentially, right? As many trips to the refrigerator as I take. I'm going to see that Christmas card quite often, right? So Christmas cards, wedding invitations, anything like that that helps you and reminds you to pray for someone else. When you see a certain type of car on the road that someone you know drives, pray for that friend. I remember one of the first times this this ever crossed my mind was in high school. I had a high school teacher who drove around a black Honda Civic. His name was Mr. Crosby, and he was like the the teacher, not really class clown, but the teacher clown of the school. Uh, he was he's an awesome guy. And uh, and anyway, I remember he may still drive it. I'm not sure, but he drove around this black Honda Civic. Man, it probably had 700,000 miles. Not really, but it had a lot of miles on it, and you could tell he had gotten its use out of it for sure. And I remember. Uh, taking that as a prayer prompter. And when I would see a black Honda Civic down the road, uh, driving down the road, whether that was him or not, I would stop and pray for Mr. Crosby. And so I remember doing that. um, And now it kind of overflowed into uh, other people's lives. Um, When I see someone's uh, certain vehicle that I know that they drive, that I recognize that vehicle, uh, then I'll pray for them pray for that family. I know one individual particularly my wife goes to or used to go to college with. Um, she, for some reason, she loved yellow Hummers. And she loved yellow Hummers. And I, I couldn't tell you why. But I, my wife, she, she said, every time I saw a yellow Hummer on the road, I, I prayed for that friend. And uh, so we kind of both adopted that. Every time we saw a yellow Hummer, we'd be driving down the road. I see one and say, hey, yellow Hummer, pray for Sandy. And so we pray for Sandy, and now she's gotten married, so now we pray for both uh, her and her husband. And so using things like that that help you throughout the day to pray for someone else or pray for a need or something to help you to keep that conversation going is great. Another thing, uh, when you see an ambulance or fire truck headed to the scene of an accident, right? Pray for the ones involved. Some of you, you probably already do this. You're driving down the road and fire truck comes whizzing by you, okay? Or you hear the sirens, so you pull on over the road, make some room, and uh, he whizzes by you to get to the scene of the accident. Well, pray for those that were involved. Uh, pray for their safety. Pray for doctor's wisdoms, for uh, quick wit as far as uh, the paramedics' decisions, uh, what they need to do with individuals if they're in that kind of situation. Um, so pray for wisdom, pray for those different things surrounding that scene. And so there's so many things, so many things, and you could go on and on. There's uh, several that you probably could think of, 
that I didn't have it written down. And of course, I don't do all of these all the time, but they are certainly great reminders, as I said, to keep that conversation going with Christ throughout the day. Because as I mentioned earlier, our prayers are so self-oriented, aren't they? They're all about self-betterment and gain, where we think about our own needs so much, we think about our own safety so much. That's kind of been our word in 2020, is safety, right? Everyone, everybody wants to be safe. Okay, we don't all. We want to abstain from COVID. We want to. Uh, we want to make sure that everyone's clean. We're safe. We're secure. And our world is kind of in a panic. If we're not careful, as a child of God, we will get caught up in all of that fear. We will get caught up in that panic. And before you know it, our prayer lives will be all about what goes on in our box. Right? We pray things like this. Lord, give us a good day today. Lord, bless us today and watch over us. Lord, meet our needs. And sometimes when we listen to ourselves pray, we see how honestly vague our prayers are. Lord, meet our needs today. And yet Scripture already tells us that He's going to meet our needs uh, Lord, uh, keep us safe today. Well, the Bible says safety is of the Lord. And uh, and we know what we mean, right? But sometimes we're so vague. And it's amazing what happens when we use those little prayer prompters not to just pray, Lord, bless us today. Or pray something that is vague and, and general. But when we use those prayer prompters to get specific about something in our life or something in another's life, it's amazing. It gives God a chance to give a specific answer. That's right. Specificity in prayer gives God a chance to be specific in His answer. When you pray for something, a, a need in someone's life, and you pinpoint exactly what it is, when you pinpoint exactly what they need, Lord, they need you to come through on this bill. This bill is $200, God, that they need in order to pay. Lord, I pray that you would fulfill that need. I pray that, Lord, you would you would give them the extra work or the extra money, uh, Lord, to be able to fulfill that need. Right? When you get specific about it and then somebody, uh, somebody from out there in the ether sends this person a check for $200, not even knowing that they have a $200 bill due, Right? You've had situations, you've had stories like that before. Somebody sends you money, you have a bill due, and they send you almost exactly what you need, almost down to the dollar, down to the cent. Right? That's God. That's God moving in specific ways. Our God is a God of specificity. He's a God that is a God of individuality. And He wants to personally answer something specific in your life and in someone else's life. As I said earlier, intercessory prayer, praying for someone else, is a lost privilege to the Christian whose world revolves around his own needs. So we shouldn't get caught up in using these little prayer prompters, these visual reminders, and just praying for ourselves, right? You take these reminders and these prompters to pray for somebody else, to pray for your pastor. We have a picture on our fridge of our pastor and his wife. And uh, the little magnets that have been made for our church, well, he did that for a specific purpose. He did that so people would pray. People would put it on the refrigerator and that they would pray, right? Missionaries, they give out what? Prayer cards. Why? Because they want you to take that card, see that family, 
see that name, see where they're going, see that information on there, and pray. And be specific when you pray. So that's my challenge to you. What are your prayer prompters? What are some things that will help you as you go throughout your day to prompt you to keep that conversation going, to pray not only for your own needs and for your own uh, things going on in your own life, but to pray for others. And then what are some maybe you could add to your day tomorrow? Tomorrow, when you go throughout your day, what, what can you look for that will prompt you to pray? Thank you for being our guest today on the Navigator Podcast. Please visit our website, tylerarobertson.com, for helpful articles and other resources. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to read more articles, listen to more podcast episodes, or find more resources, you can go to tyleraroberson.com. tyleraroberson.com and subscribe to all of that. We would love to have you as a part of our community as we grow in our faith, family, and leadership focus.